Ross, hi, it's me. I just got back on the plane and I just feel awful. That is so not how I wanted things to end with us. It's just that I wasn't expecting to see you and all of a sudden you're there and saying these things and, and now I'm just sitting here and thinking of all the stuff I should have said and I didn't. I mean, I didn't even get to tell you that I love you too. Because of course I do. I love you. I love you. I love you. What am I doing? I love you. Oh, I've got to see you. I've got to get off this plane. Oh my God, no. No, 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 no. Did she get off the plane? Did she get off the plane? I got off the plane. You got off the plane. This is the Gift of Podcast. What's up, guys? This is the Gift of Podcast. I am the Monday Night Delight, and we are here one last time. The very last gift of podcast. I want to thank Kate Murphy for playing the Rachel to my Ross there in the beginning, helping me recreate my favorite series' finale, although not my favorite series finale. I just didn't, I mean, that just seemed more appropriate than getting up here and being like, I thought it was a chicken. And if you don't get that, you don't know classic TV. If you do get that, then you know how devastating that would be to open my show with it, with that line. What was I saying? Right. Kate. Uh, Kate did an amazing job. I want to thank them so much. They were willing uh, to record this nonsensical message. I don't even know if they watch Friends, but they were a, bit, uh, a great sport. Kate's just one of the many people I've met in the last two and a half years because of this show. And um, we talked about that last week. I'm not going to get all gushy about that again, or maybe I will. It's my last show. It's my last chance. But we are going to talk about some stuff tonight. We are not going to talk about current wrestling. I don't know the last time we actually talked about wrestling on this show that was current. Uh, it might have been the night of Hell in the Cell when I flipped out. Or it might have been Saudi Arabia when I when everyone got stuck in Saudi Arabia. But we're not talking about it here tonight. Tonight is the goodbye. Tonight is uh, what kind of show did I want to do on my last show? And, and we're going to do that. We're going to talk about the history of the Gift Podcast. And some of you know most of the story, but no one knows all the story. But you will after tonight. We're going to talk about if I actually hate wrestling now. Because you would be forgiven if you thought that. We are also going to talk about what's next for myself and the Monday Night Delight. Uh, we have a word from Mitchell, the other co-founder of this show and his lovely wife and uh yeah we'll just we'll go as long as we need to and and we'll say goodbye to the gift podcast but let's talk about how this show even came to be and for a lot of people you know that this show came to be the first week of september of 2016 but there is 2016 i've been doing this for three and a half years i've been doing this for three and a half years holy cow that's right, because we are somewhere around, and I haven't, I didn't count, but we're somewhere around the 150th show. Um, I know last November I had the 100th show, but I took some shows off between then and now. We're right around 150. Uh, but the history of the show doesn't begin in September of 2016. It doesn't begin when Mitchell and I met the summer of 2009. It begins on November the 1st. Of 1999. 
believe that is the correct year. Uh, no, 1998. I was in the seventh grade. Uh, and on November the 1st, I had a four-wheeler accident. And uh, I broke my arm. My right arm. The good arm. And uh, I was in the cast for quite a while. And in Kentucky, in the seventh grade, you are required to write a portfolio of five pieces that has to be graded by the state so that they can tell that you can write. You don't have to be good at it, apparently, but you have to be able to write and write these five pieces. Well, I don't have my right arm, which is my writing arm. I can't type, and so uh, I'm kind of screwed. Luckily, my English teacher, Ms. Miller, if she ever happens to hear this, I really, really doubt she will, um, gave me a tape recorder and some tapes and told me to record my pieces exactly how I wanted them typed out, and they w and someone would transpose them for me. Someone would type them out so I would have them when the time came. So she handed me a tape recorder. Now, you didn't know me in seventh grade, but you know me now. Don't hand me a thing if you expect me to pay attention to you. So I have this recorder, and I have a bunch of tapes, and most of the tapes have writing pieces on them. But one day, in Miss Mincer's science class, I'm bored. And, and the way the room was set up, uh, there were two desks a little set off from everyone else's. They weren't the bad kid desks. I, I, I swear, I was sitting on one of them, but they were not the bad kid desks. But me and my friend Wes would sit here, and uh, I don't remember why we weren't doing anything. Or maybe we were, and Wes and I just weren't. But we just started riffing into this tape recorder. And um, apparently we were funny. Because that tape got played over and over again uh, for friends, for random people at lunch tables in the auditorium. Until it was confiscated later that week. Because it was everywhere and a little bit disruptive. But that was my very first radio show when I was in 7th grade just screwing around with a tape recorder. When I got to college, I got an iPod. And that is an ancient sentence. No one has iPods anymore. Um, and I learned about something called podcasts. And they had podcasts about everything. So I looked up a very important word to me for a podcast... And that word was wrestling. Dozens of podcasts came up. Probably more than dozens, but I only went through dozens. And I went through the first couple hundred 12-year-olds screaming into the built-in uh, microphone on their laptop. And I found F4W Online's Brian and Vinny show. It would be Brian Alvarez and Vinny V, Vincent Verhey. Now, this was before F4W Merge with the Observer. And I say that, and even you all know my feelings towards the Observer. But the Brian and Vinny show was their headline show before they, they merged. And it was a comedy show. It didn't, they didn't intend for it to be. But it was two guys who had watched a lot of wrestling, watching more wrestling. And when the wrestling was good... The show they they spoke with passion about it, but when the wrestling was terrible, and they were watching 2007 Impact, this was Kurt Angle running around in a thong with 12 wrestling belts. Impact. This was 
Okada as the cameraman impact. This was terrible Vince Russo impact, and it was hilarious when they would tear this down. I loved it. I have hundreds of these shows still on my computer. I wanted to do this. I wanted to have a wrestling show, but I also wanted to have a partner. And you may think that's ironic now because I've been doing this show for almost two years by myself. But I I really thought I need a partner to do this wrestling show. And that presented a problem. None of my friends were wrestling fans. My housemates lived with me and would watch wrestling when wrestling was on. Uh, My friend Kyle loved Matt Hardy. That's about it. There was a girl who started watching wrestling because she wanted to spend time with me. But there was really no one I could do a show with. I was stuck. Two years later, I would be uh, on a summer mission team for our college. I would be sent into churches to work in a church for a week. Uh, When they sent me to Morgan Field, Kentucky... I got placed in the house of the parents of one Mitchell Monroe. Mitchell was a good kid. He was 17, maybe 16. He was a good kid. Uh, We watched a little bit of wrestling that week. He liked wrestling. Uh, He would later come to Campbellsville, where I went to school. uh, And he was coming in as I was going out. So there wasn't a whole lot of... Back and forth. I think it was one semester where we were both there. Uh, and I floated the idea to him there. Hey, we should do a wrestling show. And he kind of laughed it off. He was 18 at the time. He wasn't really into the idea of doing a wrestling show. But we kept in touch. Uh, he was a wrestling kid. He was a theater kid. I was also those things. A- and we start, I started dropping the hint. Hey, let's do a wrestling show. But life was hectic. I got married. I had a kid. I was working full time. He was full time in school. There was no time to do a wrestling show. So time went on. I put aside the idea of doing a wrestling show, doing a radio show. Started working full time at a radio station in Owensboro, Kentucky. Uh, I was selling ads and doing commercial spots on the radio. I loved the job. And one day an opportunity knocked on my door. One, we had three local basketball announcers, and two of them quit. And there were two games that night. I offered my services to go and call these basketball games. I may have overstated my previous experience, of which I had none. But they were in a pinch. They handed me the equipment, told me how to, how to use it, how to set it up, and they sent me to Davis County High School to call a game, and I very soon began calling all the games for the Davis County Panthers, the Owensboro Red Devils, the Apollo Eagles, and the Owensboro Catholic Aces. I loved doing this. I would love to be doing this now. And apparently, I was good. Because I started picking up more and more games, uh, started picking up more and more commercial spots for those games, I unfortunately only lasted a season because I was only at the radio station through the end of that year. But being on the radio reignited that spark of wanting to have my own show. 
life would relocate me one more time to Dawson Springs, Kentucky, or as we affectionately call it now, the RWA or the WAR South, um, with no radio gig. But the idea of doing a podcast grew and grew in my head, and I contacted Mitchell one more time and said, hey, let's do a radio show. And we did. We did a WrestleMania preview show for, I believe, WrestleMania 31? Wasn't 30. Must have been 31. It was awful. No one, aside from the two of us, has ever heard this show. It is the worst show we ever did. And I recently listened to our first show. Our first show was so much better than that show. We didn't start it then. But five months later, September the 9th, we would post our very first episode of The Gift of Podcast. That's where the story you know begins. The Gift of Podcast had four episodes with a total combined listenership of about 26. So it was off to a slow start. I don't know what I really expected. Mitchell, of course, floated the idea of, hey, there's this guy named Ant. He's doing a tour. He's going on little shows here and there. I think I can get him onto our show. I like, sure, go, go for it. If you can, go for it. End of October, we had Ant on the show. I had the stomach virus. I was so sick that day, I did not want to record the show. But we only had this date for Ant. I decided I went into my garage freezing cold studio at the time. Performance adrenaline kicked in. I got through the show, and I'm so very glad that I did. It tripled our listenership in a day, which, granted, went from 25 to 75, but it tripled our listenership in a day. Um, and, of course, it went back down. But we had people hearing our show. We absolutely picked up new people. Mitchell and I did the show together for a year and a half. I believe a year and a half. Uh, and then Mitchell wanted to leave the show. Life was taking him another direction. And I understand that more now so than ever. He went and he did his thing. And that is uh, amazing. And he's doing great. And I, I love that for him. I made a last-ditch effort to keep the show on the air because I was ready to pack it up. But I contacted Ant and G-Rod and said, Hey, guys, you guys know Mitchell left the show. Would you guys be interested in bringing in the Gift of Podcast to the Rant with Ant family? At the time, the Rant with Ant family included the Rant with Ant. Who got next was just starting out. And a little show called Street Talk for the RWA Street Team. Um, this show was a nightmare. Because it was the idea of, oh, anybody on the street team can be on this show at any time. So there were episodes with six or seven people on the same podcast talking about wrestling. Um, myself, Mitchell, Maddie Wilson, Nicholas Giacobi, Phil, BMAC. I believe Cody was on there once. I know Glenn was on there a couple of times. Um, it, Street Talk was a madhouse, but it eventually gave birth to the gift of podcast on the RWA 
Podcast Network, and the Shoot Style Podcast with myself, Maddie Wilson, and Nicholas Giacobi. I took the show solo onto the RWA Network along with the other show, um, Shoot Style, we would lose Nick, we would turn into 966 Radio, which by the way, the pre-production I did on that opening to this show, the most work I've done pre-production on a show since me and Maddie shut down 966 Radio. 966 Radio, if you've never heard them, if you can even still find them, fun, but a nightmare. Because Maddie and I would take any idea we had and just do it. And that's not a good way to do things sometimes. But uh, a lot of fun there. Gift Podcast lasted a full... We went through the year of 2018 on the RWA Network. I went to WrestleMania. Met, met the Kings of the Ring. Uh, we went through 2019. We picked up the Fourth Wall WrestleCast. And Not Your Mama's Soap Opera. And we had uh, smashed this podcast... Once uh, RWA ended, we uh, J Bone took Smash's podcast, went and did his own thing. He's doing great. Love you, J Bone. We picked up the Game Changer with Nate and Fretz. Jeff left earlier this year, and of course, this is my final show. The Gift of Podcast was a dream that I I wanted to do from the time I was about twenty, and for the last three years, I've gotten to do it. And it's been a blast. But life takes you other directions. And that's where we are now. We're going other directions. But there's an important question that I want to answer. Do I hate wrestling? Because if you've heard me talk about wrestling recently, about the current state of wrestling, you might get the impression that I hate wrestling. Let me be clear. I don't hate wrestling. I want to love wrestling. I want to love podcasting. I honestly wanted, want to do podcasting still. But if I continue podcasting about wrestling, I will become so bitter about wrestling that I, I will fall out of love with it. And I used to, to see people complain when I was listening to the old F4W stuff that Brian and Vinny don't like wrestling anymore. And I'm like, oh, they, I'm sure they do. It's just, it's their job. And now I'm realizing, eh, maybe they stopped liking it. Took a sip of water there. I want to like wrestling. I want to love wrestling. And so to do, to continue to love wrestling, I can't be always the Monday night delight about wrestling. I promise though, I will love wrestling when there's wrestling to love. I love what NXT does right now. NXT has the perfect balance of good wrestling and good story. They do it well. There's nothing terribly wrong with NXT. Occasionally, you have stuff that just feels like filler. But then you immediately get back to good wrestling and good story. Monday Night Raw has the best women's division in wrestling. That's where you'll find Becky Lynch and Charlotte Flair. That's where you find the Kabuki Warriors. When she comes back, that's where you're going to find Ronda Rousey. That's where you're going to find Shayna Baszler when she comes up to go on after Becky. And I'm calling that right now because I won't be here to make predictions when the Royal Rumble comes out. Shayna Baszler is going to win the Women's Royal Rumble. 
no ifs, ands, or buts. And if I'm wrong about that, I'll quit my show. Uh, I winked, which I realize you can't see. Uh, but when it comes to everything else on Raw, what else there is there on Raw right now? An absentee Brock Lesnar as the WWE champion. Rusev, Lana, and Lashley. I think Rusev, or excuse me, I think Lana and Lashley are getting married tonight, but I don't care enough to check. Seth Rollins has turned heel, which apparently makes him better, but Seth Rollins as a heel was getting to be boring, or as a face was getting to be boring and annoying. And now he's a he. If it works, great. I haven't watched Raw enough to know. Outside that women's division, though, there's not a lot on Raw I want to love or that I can love. I'd love to love it all. Let's look at SmackDown. SmackDown is one of the shows that I'm actually going to still be watching on the regular because they have the fiend Bray Wyatt with his own face ripped off and turned into a belt, which is weird, but okay. They have King Corbin, who I'm starting to actually like because his King Heel character works. They have Daniel Bryan revitalized to the Yes movement. They have The Miz, who, no matter what anyone says, is one of the best talkers in the business right now. They have The New Day. They have The Revival. They have The Usos. They have everything they need. Even their women's vision, while not as good as Raw's, still has Sasha and Becky. They have Dana Brooke, Carmella. They have uh, somebody else, Lacey Evans. They have a great show there. SmackDown has the good stuff to still be good. AEW has some of the best wrestling in the ring in the world right now. My problem with AEW is that nothing ever seems important. People go to the ring for wrestling because it's time to wrestle. And while that's great... It doesn't leave any any pullback. You know, there's nothing I have to see AEW. I don't feel like I do. I feel like if I catch the if I catch being the elite and I catch the 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 recaps, I'll be good. And that's what I've been doing recently. I was so on fire for AEW when it started. I wanted so much to enjoy AEW. And it just kind of feels like another wrestling show now. I want to watch NWA Power again now that they have gotten rid of Jim Cornette. That first episode, even with Cornette being the announcer, felt so old school but so cool at the same time, I wanted to watch it. I want to be excited about the fact that CM Punk is on backstage. I want to have that hope that at the Royal Rumble, when when 29 is in the ring and the timer ticks down to 30, that cult of personality is going to play. And CM Punk is going to come out, take a knee, check his imaginary watch, and then go to the ring and not be taken out by Kane or J&J security because that's what I think that's what happened last time he was around. I want to do all that. But if I have to worry about, is this good enough talk on the show? Can, is this something I can talk about? Is this, is this going to bring people in? Is this going to upset people? I can't enjoy wrestling. So, no, I don't hate wrestling. I just don't like what happens to me when I have to talk about wrestling on the internet. I think it's time for a break. I'm going to play Mitchell and his lovely wife's message. Uh, 
to all of you. And then we'll be right back with a little more on the very last gift of podcast. I could think really hard and try to come up with the most profound thing in the world. But really, I just want to say, Mance, congratulations, because you took it way further than I ever thought we would take it, even after I left. And uh, it's a little bit bittersweet to see the show coming to an end, uh, because for a while there, you know, it was one of the funnest things going in my life. Uh, it introduced me to a lot of communities and a lot of friends that I still interact with on Twitter uh, to this day. Uh, and I really, really appreciate everything it was. I uh, just wish I could have been there for the full ride, but obviously life happens and priorities change, and that's part of life, and that's really cool too. Uh, so, Mance, congratulations. I thank you for all you've done, and uh, enjoy your rest. Hello, my name's Mitchell's wife. Thank you for watching the podcast. It is so nice of you. Have a good life. Bye-bye. And we're back. I think that's the last pre-produced segment of the show ever. Um, a little bit more to talk about, about where we're going from here. What's next for Mance? And what's next for the Monday Night Delight? And you may be wondering, aren't those the same two people? And yes, for the last year, I have been the Monday Night Delight. I've been making the joke of, hey, look, I'm two different people. First I was Mr. Monday Morning, then I was the Monday Night Delight, stealing directly from John Morrison on that one. But the Monday Night Delight, to me, has evolved more into the idea of my creative side. Mon the Monday Night Delight is where I focus all of my creative energy. When I, when I did those last couple of shows about Saudi Arabia and about... Survivor Series and Hell in the Cell. Those segments where I had to wake up the delight and get him going. Those were real to me because I had checked out and had to wake my own creative side up to get up and do the job it needed to do. So there are, in fact, two sides that have to be talked about. What's next for me personally and what's next for the Monday Night Delight, i.e., what's my next project? What's my next creative thing that I'm going to work on? And uh, we're going to talk about both. But let's talk about this. What's next for me, Mance Chapel of the Gift of Podcast, of WrestleLash Radio? What's next on my agenda? And um, first and foremost, it's to take a break from podcasting. <laughs> And I know you're thinking, you just took two weeks off, you lazy piece of crap. And uh, yeah, I took two weeks off in the middle of November, the week before Thanksgiving and the week of Thanksgiving. Not exactly a stress-free time. I'm going to take some time where I, and in that time, I was also making sure that I got the guest shows in position. And I got the retro shows in position. That I got anything that needed to be done ready to go for the show. So I didn't exactly take a break. I just didn't record any shows. I'm going to take some time when I am not creating anything audio-wise for a while. I am going to watch wrestling. I'm going to watch NXT. I'm going to watch SmackDown. I might watch AEW. I might watch Power. I'm not going to watch Raw. I'm going to watch the Royal Rumble. Because it's my favorite wrestling show of the year each and every year. I'm going to start a fund 
to uh, out of my own personal pocket to get me to WrestleMania 37. Is that the is that 2000? Is that 2021? Whatever 2021's WrestleMania is, I'm going to that one more than likely. But that all being said, I need to take some time away from podcasting. I have in my home, aside from myself, five living creatures that depend on me. I have two children. Of course, I have my wife. I have Mantis' friend Jackie. And we have a cat. The cat was not my idea. But we have a cat. <clears throat> I want to spend time with them. Time that I would devote to them right now. But I'm doing a podcast instead. Time that I would spend watching 10 to 15 hours of wrestling every week. When my wife gets home from her job today, we're going to play a board game. Maybe two, actually, because we got two for Christmas. We're going to play a couple of board games tonight. I'm not even going to have Raw on in the background. It's going to be nice. My daughter started fourth grade about a month ago. I'm only off work on Mondays. Now, as you may know, I am the Monday Night Delight. And so on Mondays, when she gets home from school, I didn't have a whole lot of time to spend with her because I was either still recording the show or editing or posting or whatever it was. I want to spend that time with my daughter. I have a son who is coming up uh, through kindergarten right now. I want to spend time with him. He's starting to like stuff. He's discovered the Power Rangers, which was one of my earliest fandoms. And he hasn't discovered new Nickelodeon Power Rangers. He wants to watch Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. I can take a little bit of this time and watch an episode of Power Rangers with him, you know, three, four days a week. I want to do that. I want to spend time with Mansa's friend, Jackie. Uh, she has recently discovered the Legend of Zelda Breath of the Wild, uh, which has mean she has commandeered my Switch from me a little more often than I would like. But we play games together. We spend time together. We listen to music. We watch old TV shows. We were watching MASH a little while ago. I want to spend time with my wife, uh, who has been delightful this entire three and a half years for me to disappear for an hour or an hour and a half or longer at a time to go and make podcasts. She's been wonderful for that. But I want to pay that time back to her. Uh, my children are at the door. Yes, come in. Yes. You can't come in. I'm recording a show. Are you doing that? Where's that collar horn? That's not fine. Okay. Do you want to be on the show? Okay, come here. Come here. You want to say something? Hi. Hi. Is that it? Yeah. Okay. Okay, that's lovely. We've never had a car alarm go off on the show before. We've had people cutting grass outside my window, mostly my father. Um, but, okay, where's your brother? Can you go in there with him until I finish the show, please? Fine, thank you. And we're leaving all this in because it's my last show. And you guys have been on the show more times than I can count. Oh. Oh, yeah. Oh, and there's the boy. And they're gone now. Okay, great. That's why the show is ending. Oh, my God. No, we're doing it. We're just, we're just going. 
I swear, if that is the neighbor, the rednecks next door. Oh my goodness. Anyway, we're just gonna keep going. Um, I'm working a lot in a job with some lovely people, and we're gonna leave it at that. But in the evenings, I want to have that time to decompress and not worry about. Hey, I gotta get the show made. I gotta get the show watched. I gotta get the show uh, produced. I gotta get the show po posted. I want that time back. That's pretty much what's next for me personally in my life. Of course, you all know about the Data Podcast. I want to spend some time with him. He is not on the show this week, as you can tell. I promise you, whenever he is ready and able to record that interview, I will get that to you one way or another. It may still be through WrestleLatic Radio, but you will get that interview. But where do we go for the Monday Night Delight? What is my creative side going to do from here? Because I'll tell you this, I can't just stop creating things. My brain will explode. Uh, my brain is delightful in the fact that if it's not constantly preoccupied, I will begin to physically react as opposed to just mentally overthinking. Um, discovered a show recently that I really enjoy, The Good Place. Uh, and there's a character in there named Cheaty. And Cheaty's brain is always going at 110 miles an hour. But he can't make decisions. My brain is kind of like that. I'm always going at 110 miles an hour. But I can't focus on anything. And the create, doing creative things helps me focus. I'm fo focused right now. But when this is over, then I'll, I'll just be cutting the chain and letting it roam wild. I have to have a creative project to focus myself from time to time. I am still focusing on some stuff. Uh, if you saw a picture I posted a couple of weeks ago, I am writing something that will be audio-based that will come out no sooner than next January. And that's 2021, not 2020. Um, a storytelling podcast that I, I want to make and, and make pristine and perfect before anyone hears it. I want to pre-produce the entire thing before you hear the first episode. Because one of the things about this show that has been kind of the most daunting is that I can't pre-record episodes. Because I'm covering something weekly, I can't make 12 episodes and then stop for eight weeks and make 12 more episodes. I have to make a show every week because wrestling changes every week. But with this show, I can make 12 episodes to release one a month for a year and and you won't hear a thing first. So that that's one of the things I'm working on there. I uh, am always, always working on a book. Always trying to write something. But I also want to write a screenplay. Something I've been wanting to do for a while. Ideas have been bouncing around in the back of my head. But with the time, I'm going to put together a screen. Will it ever get read or published or made? I don't know. Probably not. But I'll never know until it's written. I don't even know that I can do it. But I won't know until I try. And so, one of the things I'll be working on is this screenplay. And then there was a question of, will the gift of podcast ever be back? I don't know. I don't intend to bring it back and 
the the ideal circumstances would have to be there. One, I'd have to love wrestling so much again. I'd have to be pulled back in by every every facet of wrestling that's pulled me back in <clears throat> for me to start making this show every week again. So on a weekly basis where the gift of podcast would have to be made every week fresh on a Monday, I don't see that ever happening again. Will there be times where there will be a gift of podcast that needs to be heard that I have so many feelings about wrestling that I have to put it out there? Well, I can't see that not happening. If you heard my thoughts on Hell in the Cell, I was bursting forth with wrestling vitriol. I can't say that that won't happen again. And so will I record a, a gift of podcast if I need to? Maybe. If Ricky and the rest of the war folks and, and, and Kate uh, and everybody would be willing to let me post those, yeah, I'd be happy to continue making gift podcast special editions here and there. But as a weekly show, I don't I don't know that this will ever be where it is again. Will I ever have another weekly podcast? Well, that's a different question. Because if it were something where I could pre-produce 12 or 20 at a time, lay them out there, and when I get halfway through and start making some more, I could see doing that. I have no plans to do that. Please hear me when I say that. I have no plans to make any more podcasts until I know what I want to do. But in this form, the way it's been since January of last year, or the way that it was in September of 2016, I believe this is the end of the line. For the gift podcast. And that brings us to the end of the end of the gift podcast. I want to say thank you to a lot of people. And I hope I don't forget anybody. Uh, Mitchell first. Mitchell, who for years heard me say, hey, let's do a podcast and finally acquiesced. Who even in one of the most trying, or maybe not trying, but one of the busiest times of his life, still met with me weekly to do this show for 15 or 16 months. Couldn't have gotten here without without him. I, I am so grateful for him. A huge thank you to him, to my family, to Mary Grace, uh, who you may have only ever heard referred to as Mrs. Monday Night Delight. Or Mrs. Gift Podcast, to Mrs. Friend Jackie, to my children, who you heard a while ago, who have let me run off on them for the last three years on Mondays and sometimes Thursdays and sometimes Tuesdays. This show's been on a lot of different days. Um, big thank you to them for sacrificing that time with me to do this. And big, th- I- I'm so excited that my daughter likes wrestling a little bit not a lot she likes the women's divisions she loves Kyrie Zane. i don't know how that happened but that became her favorite wrestler when i took her to that nxt show she wants to go to wrestlemania uh and i promise her when she's 16 that we can 
And because of recent events, that'll be spring break of her senior year of high school. We'll go to WrestleMania. My son does not like wrestling, although he loves Brock Lesnar. Don't really know how that happened. But that's cool. He's, he's, he loves comic books, superheroes, Power Rangers, video games. Um, be doing a lot of that with him. I can see that coming up. I want to say thank you <clears throat> to Mitchell's wife, who has uh, endured the first part of this show with him, who has who when Mitchell who actually came on this show once to talk about her mission work and then not wrestling. She left before that part. Who dealt with with Mitchell still doing predictions with me, still doing stuff with me on the show. Even after he left the show, I want to thank her. For that. I want to thank my dad for getting me into wrestling all that time ago. Uh, it'll be 22 years next year that I've been watching wrestling. I'll be 33 next year. So literally two-thirds of my life, I've been watching wrestling because of my dad. I want to thank him for that. I want to thank him for also inspiring my love of radio announcers. My father would be was doing Joe Buck impressions my entire childhood. Bush Stadium, holy cow. Not Harry Carey. He hates Harry Carey because we are Cardinal fans and Harry Carey is the quintessential Chicago Cubs guy. But he had this this radio voice and he would talk about radio announcers and we would listen to ball games and, and races on the radio. And so that's inspired my love of radio to my mother who passed away before this show was even conceived of who never for never telling me to not watch wrestling, even though she hated it so very much. But when I did, but when I started doing radio and basketball stuff, she loved that and she encouraged me in that. So a huge thank you to her to the rant with aunt guys to aunt and G-Rod, who gave me a chance to bring my show to their network. To Phil, uh, who I mean, he's been a, a big help in a lot of different things here. But who just, even though he took Nicholas Giacobbe from me, uh, for, thank, for taking G- Nicholas Giacobbe from me. But to Phil and MJ, who gave me NXT earlier this year, and I did four weeks of it and then bailed. Uh, you guys have it back. Go, go listen to Who Got Next, which is coming back, I believe, this week, if not next week. Check them out for sure. Uh, to MJ, especially uh, there. To Nicholas Giacobbe and Maddie Wilson for being uh, the co-hosts of the Shoot Style podcast and for putting their all into that show. And then when it was time to, to leave, letting me still go on and do the best that I could here. To the Kings of the Ring, the fourth wall wrestle cast. To Jeff, DFDC, of course. To Nate and J-Bone, and Fretz, and anyone who have ever been on this radio network with, thank you for putting your heart and your soul into this. Thank you for believing in me. To the people who have contacted me uh, about the show, Jermaine, and Glenn, and, and Jen, and just so many people who enjoy the show. Thank you. I think we're at the end. I don't think there's a whole lot left to say. You can follow all the WrestleAddict radio shows at Addict underscore Wrestle. Check out the fourth wall WrestleCast. 
check out the Kings of the Ring podcast. Check out the Game Changer podcast. Check out the uh, Jeff's new project on YouTube, the DFDC show. I believe it is. I'm sorry if I'm getting that wrong, Jeff. Check out the rant. Who got next coming back this week? Check all these things out. There is such good stuff here. You're going to be in good hands after I close the show. So, we're here at the end. It's time to say goodbye. I have loved every minute of this. But it is time to go. And I wanted to end the show kind of the same way I began it. With the finale of a show that I loved. Dream. Try. Believe. And do good. The last words Mr. Feeney said to the class. Is where I'll leave you. Have a good night.